0: The information you want, the information you need on your Tri-Cities Morning
1: News. Good Thursday morning, October 21st. This is the Kona News Podcast, an abridged version of what you hear on the Tri Cities Morning News weekdays on News Radio 610 KONA in Tri Cities, Washington. Later on, we're entering the multiverse with NBC's Michael Bauer. But first, why don't we get to some of those top local stories? I'm Derek Maselli.
2: And I'm Glenn Vaughan. We're learning more about what's behind a lawsuit filed by a now former Washington State University. Cougar football coach Nick Rolovich.
0: In a press release from Rolovich's attorney, the coach's firing was described as unjust and unlawful. The statement places much of the blame on WSU Athletic Director Pat Chun using terms like dishonesty, discriminatory, and vindictive to describe Chun's behavior towards Rolovich. The lawyer claims that since at least early April, it became clear that Chun had already decided to fire Rolovich and closes by
1: saying it's a tragic and damning commentary on our culture. Frank Cooper, News Radio 610, K O N A. And a close call to say the least to Washington State Patrol investigated a semi truck collision on State Route 395 and Yelm in Kennewick yesterday. The driver stopped quickly, and steel beams he had loaded shifted and went through the cab of the semi. Fortunately, he was not hurt.
2: You might be seeing your favorite high school mascot change this after lawmakers in Olympia recently required schools to seek out indigenous approval for the use of certain Native American mascots and logos. It's
0: important to ensure that any mascots that are in use, native mascots, actually honor the Native American community. And so it makes sense for schools to receive permission
2: Kennewick Superintendent Tracy Pierce says they're uh, talking with the Yakima, Umatilla, and Colville tribes about the Kamayakin and Legacy High School mascots. Now, if the district does not get the green light, Pierce says they're preparing to change the names by the end of the year.
1: Just over 24 hours from the grand opening of Seattle's Climate Pledge Arena, officials touting some of the new features.
2: It's not like the old days, kind of when you... you gave your ticket and you couldn't wait to get to your seat. There's You're just bombarded by all kinds of entertainment features all around the building.
1: That's one of the architects, Chris Carver, talking with Como TV in Seattle, saying that the arena showcases, among other things, an LED video wall with a glass-enclosed atrium on the arena's south side.
2: We have another missing person to uh, tell you about in the Yakima County. Detectives are asking for your help locating 18-year-old Isabella Bellinger who was last seen October 13th. She's Native American, about 5'3", 130 pounds, has black hair, brown eyes. If you have any information, please contact 911.
1: Just remember, it's only a test.
0: Our annual siren test, where we will test all of the warning sirens for a response to um, an emergency at Energy Northwest or on the Hanford site. This will involve uh, three separate activations of the sirens.
1: That's happening today between 10 and noon. Indiana Davis with Benton County Emergency Management asking for everyone not to panic when you hear the sirens blare and most importantly, don't call 911.
2: Washington State added 17,600 jobs in the month of September as the unemployment rate declined down to 4.9%. The number of new jobs down about 7,000 from where it was a month earlier. The leisure and hospitality industry added the most new jobs.
1: She's the grand prize winner, the lucky ticket holder from uh, this year's Rotary Mid-Columbia Duck Race, collecting her prize today, a 2021 Toyota Tacoma pickup. I am fabulous. I mean, I feel so excited and just my stomach is turning and yeah, I'm just overwhelmed. Jennifer Musick bought the one, only just one duck to compete in the race, but that's all that was needed. Sounds kind of like a Pixar or a DreamWorks movie, doesn't it? It Go does. In, just well,
2: one lone duck. Just one lone duck. And I was thinking, uh, you know, despite what all those Oregon State people will tell you out there, sometimes dealing with ducks can be a good thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can see pictures of the ceremony by heading to our Facebook page. Just search News Radio Six Ten K O N A. You're listening to the Kona News Podcast, a shortened version of what you hear on the Tri Cities Morning News weekdays on News Radio 610 KONA. Derek Maselli, Glenn Vaughan, talking with NBC's Michael Bauer. Now, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, but it's the metaverse, and it's something Facebook is now going to make a focal point of its rebranding and potentially a new umbrella company.
2: Michael, I'm going to show how old I am, and I'm just so disconnected from social media. Facebook is planning to give itself a new name. Why is Facebook looking at changing its name? I don't even know where to go with this, Mike. I'll be honest. I'm with
0: you. So, look, let me have you rest assured in your elderlyness, just like I am, that uh, the Facebook part of Facebook, <laughs> the part where you know Nana still gets on and uh, posts pictures of her lunch, that's still going to be there and likely won't change its name. But what you are likely to see here when Mark Zuckerberg has their Facebook uh, Connect conference on October 28th and he's planning on talking about rebranding the company then is you're probably going to see Facebook do what Google did back in 2015 – they, Google, created a parent company they called Alphabet back in 2015. Now, largely didn't really work out the way Google wanted it to because everybody still refers to everything Google does as a Google this or Google that, right? But what you're looking at from Facebook is possibly the ability to create an umbrella company that would oversee the Facebook app or Facebook.com like you're used to, as well as Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus, among others. So it's really just creating a parent umbrella company to pull all of those pieces into what has been the Facebook family but that's where the name may change. It may not be the Facebook family anymore because Facebook says they want to give itself a new name to reflect its focus on, get ready for this, the metaverse. And you go, wow, well, if you're going to focus on the metaverse, that's, what's the metaverse? And that's the question here because the metaverse as a term was originally coined by a sci-fi novelist to describe a virtual world where people would escape from a dystopian real world. And it seems as though Facebook's been working on that process since 2014 when it went out and acquired buying. Virtual reality headset maker Oculus in 2014. Since that time, they have been working on things like augmented reality or AR, virtual reality or VR, and other technologies. Basically, computer generated environments where people can interact with each other. We used to call it life. When it's done with computers, they refer to it as augmented reality and virtual reality, and they've been working on it since 2014. So this is something that Facebook has long held tight, that they weren't just going to be a social media company of some kind. And this seems to be that time where Mark Zuckerberg wants to spin that and highlight that they're more than a social media company, specifically as their social media, their bread and butter, their biggest money maker, has been under so much scrutiny for things that they've done.
1: I think they also referred to it as the hollow deck in Star Trek. I mean, it's interesting, Mike, that (laughs) (laughs) you—yes, exactly—it's the same theory. Yes, that you bring up just that whole component of it too. How so? This really does seem like it's something that's been in the works or in the plans for a while. But you can't help but wonder, given all of the recent controversy yeah. that facebook itself has endured as of late how much of this uh, rebranding is maybe being expedited do you think by facebook's desire by zuckerberg's desire to maybe put some of that controversy and that name recognition behind by introducing a rebranding or a new image we've seen corporations do that over time as well
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you can go back to to Marlboro, right, when they were facing their kind of issues again, to try to assimilate smoking to Facebook, as we have heard numerous people do over the past couple of weeks. Philip Morris, the maker of Marlboro, changed its name to Altria at one point in time over the controversy there. Uh, Value Jet became AirTrain after one of the planes crashed in 1996. So those kinds of things do happen here. This is a situation that seems incredibly timely for this process. I mean, could this be something that they waited an additional year for? Sure. I mean, I don't know what they've been producing behind the scenes that makes them think now's is the time to get this out there. Is it something that could sacrifice the quality of whatever it is they're working on because they want to get this out quickly? That's what a lot of insiders are saying is that Facebook wants to distance itself from its most controversial cash cow business, the social media element that they want to be able to say, "Okay, look, we know that the the whistleblower came out and leaked information that we had all of these studies and targeted the recruitment of younger users to get them in early to Facebook and get them addicted early to our social media. And yes, we know that you also heard reports about how we knew Instagram was especially harmful and dangerous for young girls. And then we hid that information. But have you seen these cool things we're doing over here? That's what it largely seems as though they're doing, is that they're trying to separate the larger corporation From the controversies that have been spinning them out of control recently
2: along those lines michael too uh is this a move a maneuver because there's been talk about not only facebook but uh, google and other uh internet companies of of busting them up you know some people are saying that these are monopolies and they've gotten too big so could this umbrella maybe appease some of the individuals at the sec or the fcc or whatever other three-letter acronym you want to throw out there
0: right Right? It could very well, right? If there became a big enough uh, concern about that, where Mark Zuckerberg had to sacrifice something, better to sacrifice one of the small things under the umbrella than have to sacrifice the umbrella company. And that's largely, I think, again, the process here. Look, as it stands, even though he's making this shift and they're trying to indicate that they're going to go into this reality, this metaverse reality world, that's something else that right now is not regulated. It's something else that is like the wild, wild west there when you're talking about what's happening for regulations. And it's another thing that Mark Zuckerberg could move into and possibly exploit and monopolize. So, yeah, it would seem as though you would have these different areas that if you needed to, you could break things up. If there was a lawsuit that came down, it was against that one particular thing rather than the umbrella company as a whole. I just don't buy that that's the situation that we're going to see play out here, and I don't know if it's going to work. Mark Zuckerberg is going to be the face of all of these things that we have seen on a controversy level. Wherever he puts that face, whatever it's on, is going to question the same kind of controversy.
2: You know, Michael, um, when you're talking about uh, this transition of uh, Facebook, uh, you you mentioned that uh, Google tried to pick up with Alphabet. Have industry insiders said, "Okay, here are the mistakes that Google made and maybe what Facebook can learn from their uh, errors as they're trying to move forward? It's weird because you see you see like
0: advertising folks say, well, look, we've seen Kentucky Fried Chicken, which was hugely successful, change its name to KFC. We've seen Dotson change their name to Nissan, The, the wrestlers and the WWF got the F out. That was their big slogan and became the WWE. So we've seen it successfully happen where you had gained all your success and then changed the name. But recently, because I think Google's become more of a a word than a brand name. I mean, people say, did you Google that? It's a verb, yeah. And you Google that. It becomes more interactive in our lives. And I think Facebook has as well. I don't know that it's likely to be able to be changed by some sort of a name or an umbrella change here, we're still going to have the same way we talk about it. It will be discussed among the people who are the the consumers of these products.
1: Mike, real quickly here before we let you go, say we're having this conversation five years down the line and this metaverse becomes a thing. Would you personally enter the metaverse?
0: I can't trust Facebook with the information they have now. Why do I want to put a mask on and go into a universe and trust them to take care of me in there? Personally, I am not interested in it at all, and there would have to be a lot of information and a lot of things that I'm getting from Facebook before I make that change. As it is, I haven't used it in so long as a Facebook itself because of those concerns. I don't trust them. They've done such a bang-up job. I don't want to use them going forward.
2: Well, you're talking about the metaverse. Uh, This just coming across the wire, Michael, that Marvel has just announced Mark Zuckerberg is going to be the next villain in an upcoming movie. So Mike Bowers with NBC News. Thanks so much for joining us this morning on the Tri-Cities Morning News.
1: It's the Kona News Podcast brought to you by News Radio 610KONA. Let's take a look at some of our national and international headlines. I'm Derek Maselli.
2: And I'm Glenn Vaughn. Forensic experts are working to confirm that remains found yesterday in a Florida park are human remains and those of Brian Laundrie, the man whose fiance was found dead in Wyoming last month abc's jim ryan says Laundrie's own parents were there when the discovery was made the
0: swampy carlton reserve had been thoroughly searched by law enforcement but sections of it were underwater during that process when chris and roberta Laundrie joined in the hunt a backpack and notebook belonging to their son were found as were human remains now the fbi's michael mcpherson says our evidence response team is on scene using all available forensic resources to process the area it's likely the team Will be on scene for several days.
1: Making a positive identification of the body could take even longer. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The FDA has given the green light to authorize booster shots for those who receive the Moderna and the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccines. Those who are 65 and older, immunocompromised, or work in high-transmission environments are eligible for the Moderna booster, and all recipients of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine will be able to get a booster. ABC's Whit Johnson also says the FDA is okaying the option to mix vaccine brands. If you're eligible for a booster shot, regardless of which
0: vaccine you originally received, you'll be able to choose which booster you want between any
2: of the three vaccine brands available. This gives people some flexibility here.
1: The final sign off by the CDC expected to happen later this week.
2: A 30-year-old Frazier fir from North Carolina will be put on display in the White House beginning November, beginning in November. Grower Rusty Estes, who uh, grew the White House trees in 2018 and in 2012, will present the First Lady with the tree in the White House Blue Room after it's harvested on November 17th. He says it's truly an honor. We're representing all the United States, all the tree growers, and uh, uh,
1: tickled to death.
2: And Rusty should be tickled to death again. He uh, provided the tree for the White House in 2008 and in 2012.
1: EU leaders challenging Poland after a Polish court ruled parts of the European Union were incompatible with Poland's constitution. ABC's Inez de la Cotera has more from Paris.
2: French European Affairs Minister Clément Beaune saying financial sanctions could be imposed on Poland if dialogue with Warsaw over the primacy of European laws does not work out. This comes as Poland's constitutional tribunal ruled elements of EU law were incompatible with the Polish constitution. The Fear is the move could undercut the EU itself. In de la Quatera, ABC News, Paris. Well, you know the old saying, start him off young. But professional soccer recruiting in nursery school? Well, not according to ABC's Tom Rivers.
0: Fans may well be singing his praises in the years to come. His name, Zane Ali Solman. At the ripe old age of four, he's caught the attention of one of London's biggest soccer clubs, Arsenal, his favorite team. He's head and shoulders above kids his own age, so he now plays with an older group, and he's running rings around them. No surprise, he's by far the youngest ever recruit to the Arsenal Pre-Academy. Tom Rivers, ABC News, London.
2: Holy cow, four years of age. I mean, every once in a while you'll hear of, like, um, somebody in junior high or ninth grade in in the States who gets recruited by UCLA or Oregon or Arizona, and you think, how does that even work out? A four-year-old? No pressure. So much. Yeah, no, no pressure, kid. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the reason he does so well in soccer is because a lot of the guys he's going up against are still picking their nose. I mean, that's a distraction when you're playing. No comment.
1: I, I don't know what to say <laughs> You still do that, that. I mean, when you are look, playing. I I threes, play, right? Look, I, I did some in the hockey realm growing up, and in that, that's when you just, you know, you push it out you don't pick your nose you, you oh, they're okay. called snot rockets this really isn't the conversation that most probably want to wake up in, in the morning but you'll see it on tv the hockey players you uh-huh. know they plug one side of the nose and they blow and oh, you don't okay. pick your nose in hockey the gloves make it difficult <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay well washington department of ecology finding franklin County a franklin county farm $304,000 for illegally using Snake River water for irrigation. The department says Frank Teagues used the water to irrigate 250 acres last summer, adding that was one of the driest and warmest years on record for Washington with stream flows and fish passages already compromised. Teagues representatives acknowledge the irrigation error and have committed to find a legal water supply for the 22 irrigation system. Teagues now has 30 days to appeal.
1: And unfair. That's what the GOP state Senate leader is slamming Governor Inslee for and Of course, in pertaining to all those who've not gotten the vaccine.
2: Senator John Brown says Inslee has repeatedly branded those who have chosen not to receive the COVID vaccine as conspiracy theorists to believe false information about the vaccine.
0: We have a long tradition in our country and our state of respecting minority, whether it's minorities ethnically or minority opinions. And I think he's just taking the wrong tack. It's poor leadership, and I don't think it's going to work well long term. I'm Tracy
2: Ellis. Meanwhile, the uh, North Portland uh, Markley Roofing is receiving the largest fine ever from the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality. The department has fined the company $2.1 million for failing to notify them when it uh, modified one of its emission units back in 2009. Modification caused uh, formaldehyde emissions to uh, be higher than allowed, and the company operated that way for 10 years The company fixed the problem in July of 2020, and testing shows formaldehyde levels are now lower than before 2009. Formaldehyde can cause cancer along with burning sensation in the eyes, nose, and throat, along with nausea and skin irritation.
1: The Oregon Health Authority says there have now been 354,681. Cases of COVID-19 and over 4,200 deaths in the state since the pandemic began. The most recent numbers reported yesterday show 568 people currently hospitalized with COVID.
2: We've heard a lot about vaccine compliancy rates in Washington schools following the October 18th deadline, but what about mandates in Oregon? Portland Public Schools telling us uh, 96% of its employees met the vaccine requirement, an additional 1% have at least one shot and have received a temporary medical exemption until they can get that second dose. 2% of the staff received exemptions. The remaining staff who did not respond to the requirements were primarily on leave of absence, uh, inactive substitute teachers, temporary employees, or inactive coaches.
1: The Washington State Department of Health reported 49 new coronavirus deaths yesterday, raising the cumulative toll from the pandemic now to 8,000. 371. The health department also reporting 2,457 new cases of COVID along with 150 new hospitalizations yesterday.
2: Benton Franklin Health District reported 87 new cases of COVID in Benton County and 39 new cases in Franklin County on Wednesday. There were 46 COVID patients in the hospital. That's about 12 percent of the four regional facilities hospital population.
1: The Spokane County Sheriff's Office running a new ad touting its lack of COVID-19 vaccine mandate in an effort to lure in more job candidates. In a recent social media post, the Sheriff's Office says it does not require mandatory vaccinations, the department looking to hire 20 deputies and hopes to fill that need following the separation of some law enforcement personnel from the Washington State Patrol and other municipal departments over vaccine
2: Well, she's lucky to be alive. A 31-year-old woman from New Mexico uh, got lost near Asgard Park during a hike uh, in the Enchantments. Uh, Police say the woman left her husband, who was feeling fatigued, behind while she continued on, but then called him and said she was lost. A helicopter came to the rescue. People
0: just need to be aware that this loop through the enchantments is not for beginners. You need to be well-equipped, especially this time of year. I wouldn't even advise doing it unless you're
1: an absolute expert at hiking and mountaineering.
2: That's Sergeant Jason Reinfeld with the Chelan County Emergency Management.
1: This has been another installment of the Kona News podcast, an abridged version of what you hear weekday mornings on the Tri-Cities Morning News. Make sure you listen in regularly for All this plus the extra content that you don't hear in the podcast such as BT Trivia Additional, news stories, and interviews. Derek Maselli saying thanks for listening.